I would say that James Bond is probably one of Western media's most iconic characters. And when you think of Bond, James Bond, there are probably some characteristics that go along with him. Things like being a womanizer, masculine, and daring. And similarly, there are also some things that you probably don't associate with James Bond, or at least not yet. We're talking about descriptors like being unbelievably woke, and hey, how about even a literal cuckold? Well, today we're gonna be talking about how the very idea, the very conception of who James Bond even is, is likely going to be changing, and no, it's not because the next James Bond film is gonna be completely off the rails and leftist politics, although that will very likely also happen. No, instead, we're gonna be focusing on the latest novel in the James Bond canon on His Majesty's Secret Service. So On His Majesty's Secret Service is a novel that was commissioned specifically to coincide with the coronation of King Charles, hence the title you know, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Now it's His Majesty's Secret Service, rest in peace. And you know what, in theory, the concept of trying to release a new James Bond novel to coincide with the new monarch is kind of fun. And James Bond is so intrinsically British. It's a huge part of, I think, English tradition and history, culture for sure. And it's like, yeah, why not? To celebrate this historic moment for the English people, let's also try to tie in some pop culture. Again, the concept here, not the worst, but it seems to be the actual execution that has failed this project so miserably. So first off, we need to talk about the timeline that this book was apparently written during. According to the author, who we will get to in just a second, trust me, he only had a few months to turn around this entire project. And if you're not familiar with how the literary world works, writing a book in three months is a Herculean task. I mean, usually authors have at least a year, and that's if you're not someone like George R. R. Martin, who is, I mean, basically just forever claiming to be working on the winds of winter. So if you're a fan of James Bond, I think that right there should be the first red flag. Uh, good art takes time, and when we're talking about an entire novel, Three months is not a lot of time. So in some ways I have sympathy for this author. Some might say he was almost set up to fail. But with that being said, the time crunch aside, he certainly did enough on his own to just fail miserably. Because he's obviously Ian Fleming, uh, the author of the original James Bond books. He died, he died in the 60s. He's not around anymore. So instead, Ian Fleming's estate that does from what I understand have the rights to the James Bond franchise, they commissioned someone named Charlie Higson to write this novel and they didn't just find this guy from anywhere. Apparently there's a young adult series of James Bond books and Charlie Higson has been the one writing those, but this uh, On His Majesty's Secret Service, this novel is the first adult or actual James Bond book that Higson has written. And you know what, maybe these books are good. I haven't read them, so I can't say for sure. But if these now viral excerpts from On His Majesty's Secret Service are anything to go by, then I would say that Charlie Higson probably not the best writer out there. He may, however, be one of the wokest. And we're gonna be going over some of the laughable material that's actually in this book and just completely changes the essence of who James Bond really is. But first, I wanna say a huge thank you to today's sponsor, GenuCell. I have a question for all of you. Do you think your face and your skin enjoyed this past summer as much as you did? Ladies and gentlemen, here is Ella from Rockford, Illinois. She says, I have both age and acne spots and this stuff is actually fading both of them. This serum is worth every penny. You see, Ella is raving about the 
dark spot corrector from GenuCell, a must-have after months of record heat and humidity. Sunspots, brown spots, discoloration, and even red inflamed patches all disappear in front of your very eyes. This is something that I think is such an amazing product because I really struggle with freckling, especially when I'm in the sun. And with GenuCell's amazing guarantee, you'll see results day one or your money back. There's really nothing to lose here. To take advantage of the GenuCell most popular package, which now includes the dark spot corrector, plus the classic GenuCell bags and puffiness treatment and immediate effects, all at about 70% off. So you could try the best skincare in the world for yourself completely risk-free. It's simple. Go to GenuCell.com slash Lauren today and start looking years, even decades younger tomorrow. That is GenuCell.com slash Lauren. Say goodbye to dark and liver spots, bags, and puffiness under the eyes. Crow's feed at GenuCell.com slash Lauren. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Lauren. You will see results day one and you'll get compliments everywhere you go. Guaranteed. Again, GenuCell.com slash Lauren. A big thank you to GenuCell, not only for their amazing products, but also for sponsoring this video. Honestly, On His Majesty's Secret Service was actually released several months ago, again, to coincide with the coronation of King Charles, but I, like many others, didn't hear much about it. And in fact, it's only now seemingly that the book is starting to get attention or at least considerable attention online, but it is for all the wrong reasons. You see photos of pages from the book that people are posting on social media reveal just cartoonishly woke caricatures being included in this book. For example, here's a passage of Bond lamenting that Hungary is actually right wing. And I quote, Bond felt a deep sense of gloom that this beautiful, civilized, orderly country had been dragged back towards the far right by Viktor Orban using the crude but effective nationalist playbook, stirring Hungarians up with his anti-Semitic conspiracy theories and crude, make Hungary great again, anti-immigration rhetoric. He'd aligned himself with the likes of Trump and Le Pen and Putin, and just like them, he was using a paper-thin front of patriotism to mask rampant self-interest. Ah yes, because it's only right-wing politicians who could possibly be motivated by self-interest, unlike the benevolent left-wing politicians we see. In this uncertain world, the age-old lure of the strong man had an irresistible appeal to all those who felt left behind and bewildered by change. Not call me crazy, but if I'm reading a spy thriller, like James Bond novels usually are, I I'm not really looking to be lectured about politics by uh, some novelists. So that passage just seems really out of place, not to mention the fact that those are all very topical and timely references. James Bond novels are known for being classic and timeless. I mean, how is that passage going to age in maybe 10 to 15 years when people have forgotten about Make America Great Again being a slogan associated with Trump? Like he's really shooting himself in the foot here. I feel like this writer is prioritizing virtue signaling points now over the longevity of his art. And if you thought that was bad, uh, it just gets worse from there. I think these couple of paragraphs are actually getting the most negative attention online. It's written that Burkitt was an ex-Tory MP, famous for promoting COVID slash vaccine slash mask wearing slash 5G conspiracy theories, which had spilled over into the usual anti-immigrant, anti-EU, anti-BBC, anti-MSM, anti-cultural Marxist climate change denial pronouncements. Wait, is he actually ranking being against the BBC along with uh, anti-immigrant sentiments? Like those are equal to him? You, you don't like the state-sponsored news. Also, you're against immigrants. <laughs> like those are those are things worth mentioning right after each other. I guess someone's a really big fan of the BBC. It was an anti-trans diatribe that had eventually got him kicked out of the party, and he'd soon after set up the new Freedom Party, throwing in the anti-transness. Just this guy, this man, he's all of the bad things that you're not supposed to like. The novel then says Bond was struck by something. It was a long while since he'd been at any kind of function that was almost exclusively full 
of men. It felt strange. There was not even a pretense at diversity here. Oh no, James Bond, where's the diversity? <laughs> Ethel Sen hadn't been the least bit concerned about ensuring that half of the people he'd hire to carry out his coup should be women or non-white or disabled. Guys, this is a real part of the novel. James Bond is lamenting that the villain he's going up against didn't actually care that the people who were helping him commit a coup were appropriately women and or disabled. This was an unapologetically old school gathering. In Ethelstan's world, he was king and could do whatever he wanted, even if that meant overlooking diversity. How did this make it past an editor? Like, okay, even if this writer is crazy, he's an activist who wants to put just garbage stuff in this book. Surely the editors who are working with him should have sat him down and been like, bro, I know you care about this like social justice stuff. I don't think this is the place for it. Also, this just kind of doesn't seem like how James Bond would act. I mean, I haven't read any of the books, but I've seen the movies. And even in the movies, I don't see James Bond spending a lot of his time advocating for like, I don't know, more DEI initiatives in MI6. And as you could probably surmise just from those little excerpts, the villain in this James Bond story is not some Russian. He's actually uh, basically a Brexiteer, a right-wing populist, according to New York Times opinionist Ross Douthat, that is. And by the way, if the New York Times even has an article lamenting that America has made James Bond woke, you know this novel is not only woke, but insufferably woke. I mean, really looking at passages that people have highlighted, it seems like this author has not just written James Bond to be some lefty or male feminist ally. It essentially seems to be a neurotic erotic social justice activists who just cannot think of anything else but diversity. If you want more proof of that, we have this really great article by Bounding Into Comics. Higson writes, he wanted to blend in, not draw attention to himself. He was Peter Sanborn, someone who was serious about his job. He just hoped to God that everyone else wasn't going to be wearing cloaks and hoods and jingling about in chainmail. Upon entering the room, Bond observes, many of the men in the room could be described as ex-something, ex-military, ex-politician, ex-media, pundit for hire. They'd become more and more extreme in their views and too toxic, unruly, and unsafe to remain affiliated with the radical groups they'd joined. When you became too far out for a far-right organization, you knew you were really on the outside. Nixon continued, but just look at them now, with their champagne and nibbles, their shiny shoes, their being faces. They were firmly on the inside and loving it. They'd found their tribe and they were soon going to announce themselves to the world. No longer outcasts, no longer canceled, no longer marginalized. They were going to be the new overlords. There was only one person standing between them and chaos. James Bond. I don't know about you guys, but personally, uh, to be honest, I find leftist politics uh, very feminizing. So the idea that this iteration of James Bond could simultaneously be crying about not enough diversity, but also be able to thwart anything, including a stubborn pickle jar. It's laughable. It also says as Bond made his way throughout the room, he makes further observations about who these men are. The men he talked to invariably started with what shows they'd been streaming, sport, travel, women, cars, and soon moved on to laughing about how much they hated cyclists and bus lanes and congestion charging and traffic calming and how global warming was a con and sooner or later came around to the big woke conspiracy, Black Lives Matter, The Great Replacement, and what are we gonna do about the Muslims? If you're familiar with my reviews of usually movies or TV shows, I try to make a point that if I'm talking about something and that work, whether it be a, a show or a film is actually out, I try to actually consume it so I'm better informed while I'm giving my opinion about it. Uh, I am not going to read this book, however. This seems like hot garbage that I really have no interest in. Oh, and by the way, that brings us to the fact that in this new novel on His Majesty's Secret Service, James Bond 
famous womanizer and masculine man's man. He's a literal cuckold. I, I wish that were an exaggeration, but it's not. As Ross Douthat explains, the novel's Bond, who carries on a situationship with a busy lawyer specializing in immigration law, not to worry, he's not taking advantage. He wasn't the only man she was seeing. So what I'm guessing happened here is that this author and all of his presumably male feminist allyship decided that actually a womanizing James Bond is not empowering toward women, which, you know, fair enough. I'm, I'm not in favor of promiscuity, whether it be on behalf of men or women, but instead of having like base Chad Tradcath James Bond, which would have been a cool route to go through, this author decided instead to have cucked situationship bond who is seeing but not really seeing a woman who also sleeps with other men. Which way, Western man, what would you prefer? And of course, we can't overlook the fact that this woman isn't just a secretary, but she is actually an immigration lawyer because of course, woke James Bond would be attracted to a powerful career woman. You know what, if you are a James Bond fan, I would love to know from you, does this seem like it's in keeping with previous James Bond novels or is this just an attempt to put a skin suit of wokeism onto James Bond? Let me know down below. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share and subscribe. Until next time.